Now with the new frozen Kraft Mac and Cheese meals, I can give them a complete meal that they'll eat completely. That's right. No more broccoli battles. Just clean plates and big smiles. So, moms, it's time for our victory dance. Whoop, to the sprinkler. Uh-huh. Now, Shimmy. Mom, what are you doing? I'm doing that. You ate your whole dinner dance. Woo, that's right. Craft mac and cheese meals. So good, it's gone. Find it in the frozen aisle. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Your turn, Blake. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC. Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Rap. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Ref. Uh, I, I'm Andrew, and I'm here today with Spring, and I'm, we're here to talk about your questions about sex. Those questions that you are too afraid to ask, or too embarrassed to ask, the ones that make you blush. And I think there's going to be a lot of blushing on our show today, because Spring told me the question that she wants to ask to start out the show, and um, of course I said okay, because I'm willing to talk about anything, but I'm actually going to blush, and well, you can't see me, so that's okay. I'm super excited for this, guys. So we're talking about um, masturbation today, and it's a topic we really need to talk more about to help get rid of some of the stigma that still exists around talking about masturbation, which is a normal, healthy, happy thing for us to do. And yeah, I have a question that I want to ask Andrew to kind of warm us up here today. So so what is this question that you want to ask? I want to know, have you ever gotten caught masturbating? Yes. Andrew, you can't just say yes. You have to tell us about it. (laughs) Okay, so this is a long and involved story. I'll try to make it short. Um, Okay, so uh, when I was in high school, uh, I kept my condoms hidden. Um, So in the pillows on my bed, I probably had like six or seven pillows on my bed. I had kind of undid one of the seams and I had kept my condoms hidden inside of the stuffing inside of one of the pillows. I thought it was a great place to hide something. Um, And one day I get home from school, my condoms are gone. So apparently someone had found them in my room. I'm like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. But no one says anything to me. And I'm like, this is really weird. Um, So that night um, I'm in bed uh, and I'm masturbating myself to sleep, which is a pretty common thing for 15, 16 year old boys to do. Um, Healthy, natural, normal, getting on. Uh And all of a sudden there's a knock on my... Getting, getting on or getting off? Getting on, getting it on, getting it off. <laughs> Rytina, she was my date that night. Rytina, five fingers. Um, a knock on my door uh, and in comes my dad, which is really kind of crazy. I don't think my dad had been in my bedroom a single time since maybe I was like six or seven years old. Like, like weird. And he comes and sits on my bed and he... And I'm sitting there, I was like masturbating. So I'm like under the blankets. I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. And he proceeds to kind of have a really awkward, jilted sex talk 
mostly about saving yourself for marriage because my mom had found my condoms in my pillowcase. So sitting on my bed with me mid-masturbating to have a sex talk with me. And, I mean, and this is obviously way too late to be trying to have a sex talk with your kid <laughs> after you find their condom. Anyway, um, yeah, so I was caught sort of masturbating with him sitting on my bed with me naked. But wait, yeah. did he did he know what you were doing? Um, it was pretty obvious what I mean, yeah, he obviously knew what I was doing, but he didn't mention it. He was so he was so embarrassed and so ashamed Aww. to be having have had to to have had that conversation with me. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, there there are a couple other stories I could tell you where I was caught masturbating, but that's the one that stands out to me as the most mortifying like not only did i have my sex talk while i was masturbating <laughs> it was with my dad on my bed and, and everyone knew what was going on and yeah so um have you ever been caught masturbating spring i don't think so i mean not that i remember so if i was it wasn't traumatizing oh so, so it was not so a combination it, masturbation parents sitting on your bed <laughs> sex talk all in, all in one no <laughs> Definitely not. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing that story with us. Thank you for asking that terrible question. <laughs> so, so what we are doing in the show more broadly, but specifically today, is trying to help uh, each other, help people build these skills to be able to talk about these things and to ask questions about them. Uh, and us bravely sharing things occasionally is part of that. So thanks so much, Andrew. <laughs> um, and our question today is really kind of linked to um, that lovely story. Um, <laughs> but um, someone asked us, uh, should I know fap? Um, which is an interesting question to come up. We're going to have to kind of dig into what it means a little bit. Um, uh, so, uh, what is NoFap? What is no? Yeah, so NoFap is this movement. Um, it started out as a meme on the internet, um, and then there was a subreddit about it. Um, but FAP is another word for masturbate. Um, and there's this community that says that there are all of these benefits to not masturbating. So should I, no fap is, should I join this group and make a pledge to not masturbate? So to me, that sounds crazy. Uh, I'll be honest. I have no idea why anybody would want to not masturbate because we know that there's actually a lot of benefits to masturbation and to uh, keeping yourself happy and healthy. So what are some of the reasons that people cite or this group or this movement cites for the benefits of no fat. So, I mean, I think that we should put a little a little clause here at the beginning. Masturbation is great and it's fine and it's healthy, um, but there are times and places where it can be disruptive for someone's life, right? So if you're masturbating instead of going to class, um, if you're masturbating and then not having any sexual drive left if, if you're in a relationship with someone else, so if you're spending all of your sexual energy on yourself and not with your partner or partners, um, it can be problematic, right? Like if you're staying up until three o'clock in the morning every single night and masturbating and not getting enough sleep. So if any of those are the case, then then maybe we should, I mean, that's a different conversation though, right? So we did, and we talked about that in um, an episode where we talked about um, is masturbation healthy? And we talked about, yeah, if it is interfering with other aspects of your life, then it's too much. But otherwise, it is not 
problematic. Right. Um, so a lot of this NoFap movement is saying that there are all of these benefits and that your life is on track and you'll have more energy and you'll have more focus and all of these other things. Um, and you're supposed to make a pledge and not watch any pornography and not masturbate for a certain number of days. And you're supposed to see um, some of these great health benefits. And they cite a whole bunch of different kind of uh, science, but they don't cite it very effectively. It's kind of bro science, kind of like weird science that people have adapted. That's not really what the science says at the end of the whole thing. Um, and there's a lot of kind of shame built into the nofap movement that people should be ashamed of their sex and ashamed of their urges. Um, and really, the research that they're quoting doesn't say that not masturbating is going to make you better at life or better at any of these other things or healthier etc. Most of the time, it's the opposite. And unfortunately, there's a lot of groups that are pretty anti-sex that have co-opted parts of the NoFap movement as well. So people who hate pornography or people who think that people should be abstinent until marriage are huge proponents of the NoFap movement. And as soon as all of those groups are kind of getting together and saying that this is a good thing, you need to do it, we need to take a step back and say, well, why are these groups coming forward and saying it? Um, they say things like you have to rewire your brain, um, that you have to teach yourself not to do things without pornography, that you'll have better relationships if you won't do all of these things, that you have a better life. Um, and really, when we look uh, at the evidence overall, if we look at science, it doesn't say any of those things unless you have a problem with it. Um, right. A lot of and so, so that's the thing. Some of these things are true when somebody is experiencing problems in this area. So if somebody is only able to orgasm when they're watching porn and they're not able to orgasm without a specific type of porn or with a partner, for example, then yes, we do need to do some rewiring and we do need to do some training in some way to actually be able to orgasm in different ways if they have a partner and if that's what they want in their life, right? So that so there are aspects to what is being cited here that are true, but it's being um, turned into a different story and presented differently to people as truth, which it is not. I kind of want to talk about that. There's a bunch of people who say all of these great things have happened in their life when they've stopped masturbating. Um, because one of the things you're supposed to do instead of masturbate is cultivate other interests and focus on bettering yourself and bettering your life instead of masturbation. Um, and what I would say to someone who wants to better their life or cultivate other interests or join, do those and masturbate. There's nothing about masturbation that prevents you from joining those or improving your life outside. I think it's a lot of placebo effect because if you're doing this thing, like if you're not, if you're doing nofap and it's forcing you to actually engage with other people and socialize and go out and meet people, of course your life's going to get better because you're focusing energy on that. Um, but most of the time it, it's just this weird, uh, it's not the masturbation that's preventing you from getting out there and doing those things, right? But it's part of this whole plan that you make. So I would say join NoFap, enjoy pornography, enjoy masturbation, and also enjoy improving your life and go going out and doing those things. Like you can do all of them together. There's nothing about it that doesn't work. Um, and there are some negatives to NoFap too. 
Um, let's say you are a, a young man and you haven't masturbated for 60 days and you actually find a partner that you want to have some kind of intimacy with sex with. Um, you're probably going to run into some issues with rapid ejaculation or premature ejaculation. Like when you're finally with someone because it's all going to be pent up and built up and stored up and... I mean, you might enjoy those three and a half seconds of rough and tumble you get, but... And there's no uh, real problem with orgasming quickly um, unless you want to enjoy a longer extended session with a partner. Uh, So if you normally are able to last a little longer, know that not masturbating for a while will affect that. Right. And for uh, for most men... And women, actually, it will dramatically impact it, where instead of you lasting minutes or half an hour, you'll last seconds. Just because you're, the stimulus in, in your body is, is so overwhelming because you haven't fapped in such a long time. Um, and, so if- and what other um, things might specifically men experience if they do not masturbate? Oh, um, so there are some biological things that happen if you don't masturbate. Um, Testosterone levels are likely to go up a little bit at first, um, and then uh, men are more likely to get sex on the brain, where they focus on sex and think about sex and think about sex with partners a lot, right? So it kind of, if you don't have sex for a while, you start thinking about it more. If you don't masturbate or have sex for a while, you start thinking about it more and more and more and more. Um, There's a lot of guilt, too, uh, because, and what? What? And if you're thinking about it all the time like that and you're not actually um, giving yourself the release of an orgasm, um, also that can happen unconsciously during sleep and you can then have what we call wet dreams. Nocturnal and emissions, also known as extra laundry. Be orgasming while you're asleep and um, have some extra things to clean up, yeah. Not that, not again, not necessarily problematic, but you might want to avoid that. Yeah, have to put that towel down, not for sex, but just for yourself to keep things all clean and tidy. Mm. Um, so, right. So should you know FAP? I mean, if you're having problems with pornography and intimacy and you think that it's controlling parts of your life, then you should probably moderate it out. But no faps about not doing it at all. There's some shame and there's some guilt. I was reading young men's stories about relapsing. Like, I felt really terrible that they kind of bought this hoax. And now they like, oh, no, I'm relapsing. Like, I'm an addict and in this terrible thing that I've enjoyed my body for us. I mean, I mean, it's no, you should the- not know fap. The concept of relapse here is um, kind of, I mean, of course it's a misnomer, but it's kind of, um, it's shaming in itself, even calling it a relapse. It's an additional layer of shame. Like you said, there's a lot of shame language built into the NoFap movement. And to say that um, doing something that sexuality experts would all agree is a normal and healthy part of being a sexual being, which we all are, then and calling it a relapse when you are engaging in this normal behavior is is so sad. It's so sad to think of young people feeling so shameful about, um, you know, going back to doing something that is healthy and normal. Yep. Crazy. So, so, um, 
I think that I mean we have we have both made our opinions very clear that we uh, don't really like all of what's built into this no fat movement. But I think that you know what we're also saying and what you're probably hearing is that you can always make decisions for yourself about you know whether you feel like something is impacting your life too much and you can let go of it for a little while, whatever that is, um, and find other things outside of that to make your life more full and complete. Yeah. So if you're ever thinking about no fapping because you want to make your life better, instead of giving up masturbation and making your life worse and focusing on something else, just make that pledge instead of not masturbating for 30 days that you're going to improve your life every day in some way for 30 days and you'll have the same outcome and orgasms. <laughs> win, win, win. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we thought we would change up our period today because um, we're, we're getting close to our end. What, what is our period today, Dr. Cooper? So we have so many questions that people send us. Um, and so we some of our questions are kind of short, like they won't take us a whole episode to answer. So we're going to do a quick uh, question for our period today. So the question in our period is, how do you get rid of the smell of sex? Which I think is hilarious that we're talking about that on this episode. But it's a nice quick answer. So Andrew, how do you get rid of the smell of sex? So there's a couple really simple things you can do. Um, what I do uh, is I have a little stack of sex towels um, so that whenever there's any kind of thing that's going to lead to something that might have that smell, it goes into a towel and then the towel goes and gets washed. Um, Shower and clean up afterwards. One of the best things that you can do after sex, it doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, a person of trans experience, is just a washcloth and wipe down your genitals. Or you can just take a nice little shower afterwards, maybe with the person, because the end of sex with the fluids and the smell does not have to be the end of intimacy. You can carry that on afterwards. So those are the things. Oh, and Febreze. There we go, Febreze. Febreze, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times the smell of sex, what we're worried about is kind of in a space, in a room often, more often than kind of on uh, the physical person. That's my impression. So I think, yeah, Febreze is a great one. Um, and or there's like uh, sheet powders also that like are a, a beautiful scent that you can kind of sprinkle on your sheets as a different method of Febrezing. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe we should just say, we just had this really fun experience, and sure, there's some funny smells involved, but those smells are part of it, and maybe we can, like, hey, that, that's not a bad smell overall. I 100% agree. I I, th- I was thinking this is question is, I have my mom about to walk into my room. How do oh. I get rid of the smell <laughs> of sex? But who knows? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that's a totally different uh, answer. <laughs> I mean, but there's lots of little things you can do. Febreze works well. Candles work. All of those kind of things. So candles are not are not necessarily the safest or healthiest things to have burning around you. But um, yeah, Febreze. <laughs> uh, can we get Febreze to advertise on our show now that we've said the name of their product 12 times? <laughs> Somebody call Febreze for us and, and see if we can get a sponsorship. I'll talk about Febreze every day. It, it, it works very well. Maybe we can get them to start a new line of like a Febreze yes. uh, sex smell sheet sprinkles. Yeah. Sex shells. That's like four S's that's, in a row. That's the funniest phrase you've said all day. Sex sheet sprinkles what? 
Sex sheet smell sprinkles. Sex sprinkles smelly sheets. I don't know. We'll come up with that. Okay. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to us today. Um, if you have any other questions that you want uh, to talk to us with us about, um, you can let us know. You can email us. Um, the sex wrap at gmail.com. You can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Sex Wrap. Um, and we hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for everyone. Have a good one. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too af- Music from this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Yo, turn, Blake. (laughs) Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC.